You're listening to the Boston Greeks podcast with Adi and Foti. They've been bringing Greek culture online since 1998, and now they're bringing you the best Greek guests Boston has to offer. So grab your kafedaki and join us. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Boston Greeks podcast. We have a very special guest today. We actually, this is another uh, addition to a series that we're doing. And if you guys are following us, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And if not, you're in for a treat today. Before I bring on our awesome, awesome guest, let me introduce my co-host, Foti Stamos. Hello, Foti. How are you? All right. I'm doing great. And yourself? I am very, very good. Thank you. I'm excited about today's episode. It's a topic mm-hmm. that's dear to our hearts. It's uh, stuff that like we live every single day uh, uh, with, and and we got the right guy to come and talk to us. So Fati, why don't you uh, bring him on and and Absolutely. let us know a little bit more about him? Um, I was so as I bring on our guest, I have to say, Ari, I was delighted to meet our guest in person last night at a wonderful event. Oh, excellent! And uh, we're going to talk about this uh, in more detail. But again, from the series that we're doing with the Xenia Greek Hospitality Group, I want to uh, introduce to our show. Evan Turner, Wine Director for Xenia Greek Hospitality. Evan, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a great pleasure to be here as well. Thank you very much for having me on. It's fantastic. Awesome. And, you know, uh, I want to make a quick reference to I was uh, last night an event that you were hosting at one of your restaurants. And as I has mentioned, you know, wine is dear to our heart because we love it. We drink it. We promote it. Uh, we bring it to people's houses or what have you. And to listen to somebody other than ourselves, because we keep talking, <laughs> about, it was gr- it was refreshing to hear somebody else speaking about wine in the manner that you did. And uh, I just wanted to also start off with, you know, you did mention it yesterday and last night, but how did this all begin for you before we talk about your position over at uh, Xenia? Yeah, well, I mean, basically, I I got really, really lucky. And my stepfather, he's retired now, but he's an English professor. And he specializes in English as a second language. And he took a position at Anatolia, uh, Anatolia College, Anatolia Colegio, yeah. uh, right outside of Thessaloniki back in 1981. And we moved there. And I absolutely fell in love with Greece. And so it was my first experience Uh, with wine. The first winery I ever went to was in Greece. And so when I became a sommelier, Greek wine was always sort of in the back of my mind as something that I wanted to do and, and have wine, Greek wines on a wine list. And as I progressed in my career, I got to a point where I said to myself, I want to specialize in Greek wine. You know, there are plenty of people who know about France. There are plenty of people who know about Spain. There are lots of people who know about California and Oregon. Mm-hmm. We need more people to promote and spread the joy and love and the brilliance of Greek wine. So a number of years ago, I decided this is the track I'm going to take. This is the the opportunity I'm going to make for myself. And I've kind of, you know, and I'm now here with Xenia um, doing it. So it's been it's been an absolute joy of a journey. And I just want to continue to keep doing it. Amazing. I, I tip my hat off for you for the efforts, because behind the scenes, what most of us don't get to see, it's pretty challenging. It can be. I mean, it's certainly when I first started out and I was in Texas at the time, when I first started out really focusing on Greek wine, it was really difficult. There was very little Greek wine coming into the United States. Even less was coming into the state of Texas. So it was unbelievably difficult to kind of find the wines. That really started to change right around 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, you really started to see a lot more Greek wine, a lot more Greek wine importers, a lot more distributors working with Greek wine. And so over the last seven years or so, it has become easier. But 
part of the challenge is a joy, you know? I mean, it's sort of fun to do the hunting. It's fun to do the work. It's fun to do the research. Um, And it's been exciting to be part of this journey where, you know, watching Greek wine blow up, go from nothing to now, people know about Greek wine. People expect to see Greek wine on Greek on wine lists. People expect to go to Greek restaurants and see 100% Greek wine lists and not, you know, a mix and match Mediterranean list. So right. things have become really dynamic and really exciting in that regard. You know, long gone are the days where people thought, oh, it's either Retsina or Sweet Mavro Daphne. Correct. Nowadays, people understand there's a lot more to Greek wine and that continues to grow every single day. You, I just want to kind of jump in very quickly and be like, the thing, I, so I'm a proud Greek, obviously, we do a lot of Greek things, everything is Greek-centric in our lives, but speaking to you, Evan, just listening to you in this short time, uh, it, it, the fact that you have that much excitement and that much passion for things that are Greek, especially wine, it, it's so refreshing to me to hear that, and it's so exciting. And it really does kind of reinforce that love of Greece and of Greek culture that I have, because I hear somebody like you, you, you are surrounded by it. You kind of like let it into your life. And, and now you're doing this in a, in a very, uh, predominant way in Boston. And that it's so cool to hear. So I, I just want to jump in and say that. Because- yeah, thank you. I mean, I, look, I, I say this all the time and I always preface it by saying this might sound hokey. It might sound hackneyed, but the fact of the matter is, I'm a better person because I lived in Greece. I was there from the time I was 11 to 17. Wow. Very formative time of my life. Um, I go back as often as I can. I absolutely love the culture. I love the history. I love everything about Greece. And I am truly better because I lived there. And so in a small way, I think this is my way of giving back to Greece you know, I, there's not much else I can do. Um, I'm pretty useless otherwise, but I know a little <laughs> bit about wine and I happen to love Greek wine. So there you go. Um, so for me, it's it's really part of kind of giving back in a way yeah. because I feel like I owe the nation for a lot, you know, and this is my small way of doing something back. It's a, it's a great way to give back because, uh, like I said, you guys are the guys that are putting Boston on the map for so much of, of the Greek culture, especially with the dining and the drinking which is a huge part of our culture and you guys are the guys. So you are definitely giving back because it's, it's something that so many people appreciate. And like we said, we talk to people who are Greek that could talk about the Greek culture. We talk to people who aren't Greek that love the Greek culture. To me, it's a little bit more uh, hitting home when it's somebody who's not Greek that has passion for the Greek culture, because then I know it's not just because you were born there, your parents were born there, you have some blood line somewhere. It's because you truly know the culture, you're, you're learning the culture, you're, you're experiencing the culture, and you love it. And that's true to me. To me, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that means more than a lot. We need more, we need more Evans in this world. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But uh, Evan, I had a uh, um, question for you is I'd love for us to share for our, uh, to share for our audience, in your opinion, what is it about Greek wines today where we mentioned they, they went from zero to hero in such a short time? And often enough, we get responses or feedback from folks who are who enjoy wine. But some of the common feedbacks we go, I didn't know that Greece made good wine. I didn't know that Greece had so many grapes. Is there something we can just quickly uh, acknowledge that where where was it for Greece that actually started to uh, assist them in developing where they are today? Uh, you know, 
are the the landscape, the the soils or the or grapes? Is there anything that we can just quickly run off that you that you can share in your opinion what made it better uh, for the industry today? Sure. Well, I think one of the things that's paramount for Greek wine is that the Greeks have maintained the millennia long belief that wine and food should be paired together. So Greek wines are fantastic with food. And so the, and as, and as Americans have embraced the idea of eating and drinking, drinking wine and and having food together as, as part of the the meal, Mm -hmm. these wines really just step right in and hit home runs every single time. I mean, you just have these unbelievably bright, fresh, clean, vivacious white wines that go so well with so many different kinds of dishes and are also delicious to drink on their own. And then these wonderful, structured, beautiful, elegant styles of reds that aren't too big, that aren't too alcoholic and work well with such a wide range of food, not just Greek food, but a wide range of food really make Greek wines step in and and fit the bill for so many different applications when it comes to drinking wine. The other big thing is Greek wine is still moderately priced. I mean, you know, you can get a lot of great Greek wine for decent money and that matters. You know, I mean, look, that's fact of the matter is, is like most people can't be dropping a hundred dollars for a bottle of wine. And when you can go and get a great Greek bottle of wine for $25, $30 or $20 or $15, that helps a lot. It helps a lot. So I think it's, value for money and the fact that they work so well with such a wide range of food make those wines just unmistakably brilliant well said well said i mean we're constantly you know i don't i'm not gonna use the word surprise but we're always um uh, pleased with all the new selections that are coming to the market and like you mentioned these wines are so well made structured they're they're just they've come a long way and i'm glad that there's the confidence to now actually curate programs like the one that you're doing at Xenia. And having said that, we'd like to lead into, lead into how did you end up at the group with Xenia? Mm-hmm. Well, I basically was at a point in my career in Houston where I wanted to make a change. I wanted to make a move that would be rather radical. I knew uh, Dimitri Tolakis. I had met him. He came down to Texas and met me when I was running a Greek restaurant there. And I had a very large Greek wine program. And he was very curious as who's this crazy guy who's not even Greek running this big, you know, massive program down in of all places, Houston, Texas. Right. So we got to know one another. And so I just sort of out of the blue contacted him and said, could you be hiring? And lo and behold, he was working on Krasi, this restaurant here in Back Bay that was going to be so wine-centric. And the person that he originally sort of was going to have couldn't make it, couldn't come together for the for the deal to, to, to run the program. And so he we managed to make it happen. And so I've been here. I got here in February of 2020. I worked exactly a month. I got Perfect. furloughed because of COVID. Yes. I basically went back down to Texas for a year and then came back in April of 2021. And I've been here since, and it's been amazing. Wow. So basically it was just this long, strange winding journey of trying to work with Greek wine as much as I possibly could. And now I'm here because of Dimitri and the wonderful work that he's doing with the rest of the team throughout his entire company. That's wow. amazing. It was like yeah. destiny for the fact yeah, that you're here. Exactly. exactly. Perfect timing. Yeah. Um, having said that, Evan, tell us a little bit more about the program, the wine program specifically at Krasi. So it is the, well, 
So for a little while, we were actually the largest Greek wine program in the United States of America. But Molivos, which is very famous down in New York City, (laughs) reopened, and now they're back to being number one. We're the second largest Greek wine list in the entire country. We have a little over 300 different selections across all the different genres of of wine, all the different types of wine. Um, And basically, the program is there to show as comprehensively as possible to our guests the wonderful array that you can get when it comes to Greek wine. So we touch on all the regions, many, many of the hundreds of varietals that are are native to Greece. We focus specifically on Greek varietals rather than the foreign varietals that are also grown in Greece. About 90% of all Greek Greek wine is made by indigenous native Greek grapes, about 10% from foreign international grapes, things like Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Syrah, so on and so forth. And our list is made up about like that, where it's about 90% Greek and then 10% still Greek, but international grapes as well. Um, We try to make sure that the list is really moderately priced. So there's a great range where you could find something for great value. And also if you want to really go Rolls Royce, you could do that as well. Mm. Um, But it's really just to express the ever growing cornucopia of wine that's coming out of Greece. I mean, what's exciting about right now and, and, and really exciting about expressing this through our wine program is that, 80%, 80%, and I mentioned this last night, 80% of all Greek wineries are 20 years old or younger. So everything has basically happened in the last 20 years. I mean, I like to say, if you are of legal drinking age in this country, <laughs> the United States, you are older than 80% of all Greek wineries, of the Greek wine industry. And so what you have are all these young, dynamic, exciting Greek winemakers with these wonderful, exciting, groundbreaking, artisanal, organic wineries working with all these great old vineyards that remain in Greece and have remained in Greece for years and years and years that were usually family-owned vineyards are now being turned into professional vineyards. And they're just making fantastic wine. And so we just keep looking and keep hunting and keep finding more wine that sort of express that. And it just keeps growing all the time. I mean, I've got much more wine coming in over the next few weeks and, and months as well. Do you need help drinking that? <laughs> yeah, come on down. Come on down. Absolutely. Well, yeah, actually, we, on, we, we on, on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> on that on that note, uh, let's make pretend I am absolutely clueless. You don't have to make pretend really hard, but I don't know anything about Greek wine. I don't know anything um, about Greek in general. And I come into Krasi. How easy is it for me to get a wine that I'm going to like from uh, from the server, from the staff? Uh, is, is it a complicated process? Uh, is it something that you guys want to nurture the the newbies? Like, how, how does it go down? So it's unbelievably easy. We spend countless hours training all of our staff. Um, so they really know the wine list. They really know the grape varieties. They really know how to listen to guests, how to understand what they're looking for. And we walk guests through that and really ask them, what do you normally like to drink? What styles of wine? Are there any particular brands of non-Greek wine that you're a real fan of? Any particular countries that you like to drink wine from? So um, so I, we do that kind of thing mm-hmm. to really listen, really pay attention, to get guests to sort of hone in on what they want. And then we really are great and generous with our ability to let them taste stuff before they buy anything. You know, if they don't care for something, we just keep looking. We're not going to hold them down on a bottle of wine. So it's really about listening, 
being well-trained, well-prepared, and then finding that wine after doing that in those processes to really give somebody a great bottle of wine. It's very easy. People come in here and fall in love with Greek wine every single night. Awesome. That's great. I'm, I'm sure you get um, a variety of different diners or guests from all over with different palates, right? And, and, and last night was a true testament. I noticed that there was pretty much something for someone, regardless of their, of their palate and their background. Um, so I have a question for you, Evan. I have two questions. Um, uh, what about now that Ari kind of opened up that conversation? Um, any suggestions for, uh, what you, you'd like to recommend people or guests, I should say, uh, or our audience, uh, to be drinking now at the moment, whether we're in the season or anything that's exciting to, to try? Sure. Um, well, gosh, I, I <laughs> my first, my first response to that question is just go out and be experimental with Greek wine. You know, just do that to start, you know, pick a price budget that you're comfortable with and then just start experimenting and finding things that are exciting. Now, in terms of the season, the holiday season, the kind of meals we're having, that type of thing, I think there are a couple of different uh, wines that are really exciting. I, I'm partial, having lived in Thessaloniki, having lived up in the northern part of the country, I'm really partial to the red grape Xino Mavron. It's unbelievably flexible. There is a wide range of price points where there are very inexpensive Xino Mavros and then very expensive Xino Mavros. They work well with a wonderful wide range of food. They're really delicious. They're elegant. They're refined. They're medium-bodied. They're not too big and over the top. Really lovely levels of alcohol. They just do a fantastic job of both being delicious and working well with food. I'll give you a perfect example of a, a particular wine. Um, there's a wonderful winery in Nausa called Kiriani. And Kiriani makes a single vineyard, Xinomavro, uh, called Ramnista. We serve it by the glass here at Krasi. It's not terribly expensive. It's absolutely delicious. It's a very modern style of Xinomavro. It's got a lot of soft fruit, good integrated tannins, lovely acidity. So it's a great way to sort of dip your toe in the pool of Xinomavro um, mm. for the very first time. So that would be one that I would recommend. The other thing that I would say, because I think that in terms of its availability and its affability to food and its and just delicious quality, is look for a Sirtiko. A Sirtiko is obviously the number one hero, the goat of Greek grapes, so to speak. Um, you know, obviously famous from Santorini, but it's now grown across the mainland and other islands as well. They make countless different styles of Asirtiko. Sometimes they put them in oak. Sometimes they're all done in nice, clean stainless steel. There are, again, so many wide varieties of price points where you can find some really great wines for very moderate prices or really go Rolls Royce if you want to. So I think Asirtiko is another one because, again, it works so well with food. It's also delicious to drink on its own. It'll be fantastic during the season. That's another grape to look for. And those two grapes, Sinomavro and Asirtiko, are relatively easy to find if you're going to even your standard wine shop nowadays. You'll find those selections even in your basic wine shops. You'll see if you're gonna have if they have Greek wine, they're gonna have a Sinomavro and they're gonna have an Asirtiko, almost for sure. Amazing. And then well said, Evan. And my second question is: what's Evan drinking these days? <laughs> what am I drinking? Okay, well, to get back to Xinomavro, I'm actually, so Xinomavro is unbelievably flexible. You can make rosé out of it. You can make sparkling wine out of it. You can make red wine out of it. And you can even make white wine out of it. Yes. And one of my favorite wines that I've had all year long, and I'm drinking the heck out of it, is 
from a winery from Siatista, so up in the northern part, north, north central part of Greece, yeah. from a winery named Marutes. And they make a Blanc de Noir, so a white from black, so a, a white wine out of Sinomavro that is absolutely delicious. It's got great minerality. It's refreshing. It's got great texture. It is absolutely stunning. I serve it here at the restaurant. It, I've turned on a bunch of guests to it. A bunch of the staff absolutely love it, but it's absolutely my favorite, favorite white wine to be drinking right now. I'm kind of in a white wine mood lately, even though it's the <laughs> it's winter wild. months. But it's but this wine is it it as the kids like to say this wine slaps. Okay, it slaps. <laughs> so well, yeah. did, you get, did you get that Ari? It's white wine made from red grapes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's very interesting. Uh, Usually when we talk to guests, like I'm pretty familiar with most of the wines they'll talk about, but I'm actually not familiar with that. And now you, uh, you got a new, a, another new person to, you turned on to it because I'm sure you have a shadow of a doubt. I'm going to like it. Yeah. You've oh. got to come down and have some. It's, it's delicious. I'll figure out a way to get you a bottle. We'll, That's we'll awesome. make it <laughs> yeah. No, no, we need to get him to the restaurant. Yeah. I, I'll be, let I'll him, be up there. Let him work I'll, for I'll, it. I'll be, I'll be coming by. <laughs> okay. Well, this is amazing. Uh, just listening to Evan, um, you know, you're really, in my opinion, you continue to raise the bar with awareness and providing selections that really um, highlights and celebrates, you know, Greek wine as a whole. Um, and we're thankfully moving away from that stigma, as you mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, where at one point in time, you know, Greek wines had a bad rap. But now, you know, they can compete with any category, any region of the world, any producers out there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm unbelievably biased, but when I sit around with my other Somalia friends, I very often say that I think that Greece currently is the best white wine producing nation in the world. Mm. You take value for money, ability to work with food, ageability and diversity of grapes. No country beats it. Yes. Look, white Burgundy from France, you know, Chardonnay from France, from Burgundy is amazing, but it's ridiculously expensive. Right. You know, there's, you know, great white wine from Italy, but there are only certain categories. Greece has so many different varieties of white grapes that are making just stunning, stunning wine. I make the argument overall, it's the best white wine producing country in the world. That's going to get me into a fight. I know, but I'm willing okay. to take that. We'll be, we'll be yeah. right behind you. We'll be right. Yeah. Behind you. Right. <laughs> awesome. I, um, I just, I want to say one yeah. thing uh, that I disagree with you. Evan. You referred to yourself at some point real quickly as a non-Greek. You lived in Greece for six years. If I recall what you said. Yeah. That's more than most Greek people that I know have ever spent time in Greece. You've breathed the air. You've ate the food. You listened to the people. I'm sure you've swam in the sea. You're Greek. <laughs> oh, it, that's as far what, as I'm concerned. Somebody, somebody talk to somebody at the consulate and get me a permanent visa. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, let's work on that, shall we? We can make some phone calls. We'll make some phone calls. <laughs> yeah. No, this was a pleasure and a delight, uh, Evan. Anything that you want to share with us as far as anything up, up and coming, anything new? Yeah. I, you know, the, I mean, when it comes to sort of expanding people's knowledge about Greek wine and that type of thing, we do a, we have a really wonderful series that happens on Wednesdays. It's called Symposium Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. And basically I get behind the bar. I'm, so we're doing it tonight, for example. I get behind the bar. I have a selection of Greek wines that I open up. It's a different topic every week. And you have a chance to come in and do a tasting and learn a little bit about Greek wine. It's a great way to learn. It's really moderately priced. The price changes every week because it depends on what wines I'm serving. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes like this week, we're doing a, a focus on Kiriani Winery. 
Um, you know, we'll, we're going to do a holiday wine special coming up. I'm going to do my favorite wines of the year. Sometimes I do wines about a certain region, like the Peloponisos or say Drama or something like that. Um, so it's a really great way. If you want to learn about wine, come sit at the bar. It's casual. It's easy. It's fun. You get to taste some great Greek wine, hang out with your friends. You know, it's the perfect symposium. It's a true Greek symposium, the, the way the classic word was meant to be, which was, of course, means in, in English to drink with one's friends and just to learn and to expose yourself to Greek wine. I really invite people to try to come down to, to symposiums on Wednesdays. Just make a reservation and come and enjoy some Greek wine. It's awesome. a great way to learn, a fantastic way to learn. And it's by reservation, you mentioned. It is by reservation. That's correct. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Aria, th- I think we got we got we should book a date for us to go and have uh, an experience Ab- with Kevin at uh, absolutely one hundred percent. Like I said before, we talk to a lot of people in this industry. We talk to a lot of Greeks in general. We talk to a lot, and uh, this conversation was as inspiring, if not more inspiring, than a lot of the conversations we've ever had. So, Thank Evan, you. that's a credit to you and what you're doing, and your passion for it, and your background, and and everything that makes you you and brought you to where you are right now we're appreciative because we care about the greek culture we care about uh boston and you guys are are doing great things in our city uh for our culture and you know we appreciate that we appreciate you being with us we appreciate you taking the time and um we just want to say thanks thank you so thank much for you. Being with us. it was uh, no absolutely just just get out and drink Greek wine. I'm telling you, you <laughs> won't regret it. That's like I tell everybody over and over again. Drink Greek wine. You will not regret it. It will, it will broaden your horizons and it will be un- unbelievably exciting. And it's the easiest, cheapest way to take a trip to Greece without a passport or a plane ticket. So, you know, <laughs> you've got to do it. you got to yeah, I, I, I second that. And if I can add real quickly, uh, gentlemen, that this is not the last time we're going to see Evan, we're definitely going to invite him back for, you know, updates of what's going on uh, with uh, Krasi and with obviously with selections that Krasi is featuring. So thank you very much, Evan. We truly enjoyed this. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Once again, we want to say thanks to Evan for being with us. Evan from Krasi, go to Krasi, try Greek wine. Wednesday Symposium. We'll have all the information in the notes. We want to thank Evan again. We want to thank everybody out there for watching and listening. This was such a great pleasure. Thanks again, Evan. And we will see everybody next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care.